Well, it's no secret there's a lot of people on social media, so why shouldn't my church be streaming to social media? Well, there's pros and there's cons, and there's things that you really kind of need to look at, and we're going to get into that next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other resources for your life and ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. It's episode number 412 on the Church Solutions Podcast, but who's counting? My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. Steve, you can tell we're in the wintertime here in Tucson, Arizona. I mean, it's only going to be in the low 70s today, but uh, the nights are kind of chilly, so I have my flannel shirt out. I've been wearing some flannel shirts. Well, I was thinking about doing a bike ride at lunchtime. It's going to finally warm up to my desired temp because I've become a spoiled, rotten bike rider now. So what is your desired temp when you ride well, your bicycle? I mean, ideally it would be 69 to 70 degrees. Okay. Um, here in Arizona, unlike other places I've lived, the temperature will vary 30 degrees during the day. Yeah. So... I time my, you know, it'll be, uh, you know, 42 in the morning and uh, at certain time of the afternoon, it's cresting the 72 mark. So I try to time the bike ride for the appropriate temperature, but the bike has been sitting in on the, on the rack here for quite a while. (laughs) Check the tires, make sure you got air in the tires. Yes. So anyway, uh, all right. Okay, well, I'm glad. See, I, I know there's people listening to this podcast or watching it and going, uh, "These guys, they're living in paradise." Yeah. As far as temperature goes. Yeah. As far as I texted goes. my my brother in Montana last week saying, yeah. "Staying warm." He yeah. said it's a balmy 45 degrees. Well, yeah, I mean, people over there in the Nashville area had tornadoes a while back, so crazy things are happening. All right, well, so much for the weather forecast. Let's move on to traffic now. I 10's looking pretty good. I uh, got a little bit of a blockage over there off of uh, the exit 236. But all right. So uh, back in my radio days. All right. So what are we going to talk about today, Steve? We are talking about should my church stream to social media? Should my church stream to social media? All right. Well, uh, so we're going to get into a little bit about what all that entails and uh, I mean, not the details, but maybe maybe the pros and cons a little bit of this mm-hmm. and uh, see where we go. And if you're keeping score at home, you can just uh, go to blog.streamingchurch.tv and we have a list of things. And, and one of those is uh, is what we're going to talk about today. So yeah. we can go there. Should, we, should we start with the pros? Yeah, let's ta- let's let's do that. Let's start. Let's with, start with, with, yeah, with some of the pros. I don't think they're listed in the blog. Uh, or are probably they? not. But uh, we we know what the pros are, right? I mean, number one pros are uh, the price is right. Well, actually, the price isn't right. <laughs> but the clarify price... that, please. What do you mean by the price isn't right? <laughs> it is free. You just pay with other currency other than U.S. dollars. So, so you mean like so will, or uh, pesos? Something like no, that. there's there's other. I mean, it's the same reason that you know all the social networks are free. You pay through other vehicles, 
Um, so you either put up with advertising or you are the product is the primary thing. But we're not getting into the cotton jet. We're getting to the pros. So the pros is very affordable on the bank, um, on your bank checkbook. That is probably one of the number one uh, advantages for it. And number two is you want to take the gospel to where the people are. So uh, a lot of people are out on the Facebooks and the YouTubes of the world. And so that will um, give you a presence in those, in those arenas if, you know, where you might not have some exposure. TikTok is obviously a fast growing platform, but can you actually stream more than just a couple minutes on TikTok? I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> I would, I mean, I don't know if they have a live stream either. TikTok is actually don't have even have the app on my phone. I think, I mean, uh, I'm typically the early adopter guy, but I've kind of fallen away from some of this. Does your wife use her. TikTok? Your wife is on. I Instagram. don't think so. No. She has like millions of followers or something. Right? Yes. Yeah, she is on a tear right now on social media. Yeah. She has some videos that are approaching 4 million views and, uh, and she's yes, she's it. She's adding followers every day, so she's got so, a big following. So I'm sure people are going, "Well, who is this lady? And how, should, what, what's her what's her handle or, or handle?" That's what we used to use in the CB radio. You can tell I'm really old, right? Um, what is her I, username on Instagram? Um, I believe she's fitness after sixty. So you believe you don't know she, your wife? She just started a new um, Instagram account within the past four or five months or so six months and she's already got millions of followers wow she she had she does she can't figure it out but she had a video that just started going viral and it's a five second video that doesn't even show her face she's doing some curls so she's a big fitness person so yeah, we all want to, it, we definitely want to clarify that here. Yeah, so she does exercises and yes, her stuff on Instagram is like so women can watch that and go, oh, I could do that too. Yeah, it's all just a bunch of exercises, and she also gets into food, food stuff too. So wow. you know, yeah. here's a great. You know, I benefit from all that because if she's cooking and it comes from one of her cookbooks, she she's got. I know that I'll be able to have dessert afterwards. So, because, you know, and it's filling, it's good, but I know that, ah, that was only 400 calories, you know? Anyway, uh, we're digressing uh, big time. Yeah, we are. But, uh -huh. uh, but that leads us to our next point, And that is one of the benefits of being on social media platforms and streaming to them. Uh, and in this case, we're talking live stream uh, or I guess archives is there's a lot of people on social media there are a lot of people and your church can get uh, exposed to those and we kind of we're going to get into kind of our philosophy and i think the ultimate goal for all the churches are to eventually have people walk through the door and be a part of their church as a physical attender i mean the hybrid worship is getting really big as well so they're happy with having you know regular attenders that are attending online, but the, I think the ultimate goal is to have people come through the door, and so so that you can do 
real life ministry most effectively um, with real pastors interfacing with real people and that, and, and that sort of thing. So well, yeah, but there's real people on online. There, too. there are real people online too. Yes. They're in, <laughs> in the hybrid environment is, is real and you want to be able to minister to people online that are visiting you online. But I'm, I, what I'm getting at is we see that the church needs to be the final destination and your church website needs to be the hub for all of your attraction, um, you know, drawing people in. You want to reach out and have a bunch of spokes that go out to a bunch of different places, including social media. But you, the closer you can draw people to your hub, which would be, you know, your church website and then ultimately your physical church building, the more effective your ministry is going to be. So, yeah. And yeah. And that's where, but here's the, here's another advantage of some social media platforms uh, where, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's people listening going, okay, well, great. I'm streaming all over the world, but how do I get people in, in, in the, my actual building? How do I get these people connected, you know, where we can meet with them in small groups and, you know, counsel them or pray with them, uh, you know, in person, how do we do that? Well, uh, Facebook, for instance, has a pretty good setup, or at least they have in the past, where you can target your audience. So if you want to target them with some Facebook ads and point them to your church, you're not just sending them out there to, you know, to Russia or something. It's you can actually target your area where, where your church is located. Am I right about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So if you're going to go the paid marketing route using Facebook, then yeah, you can, you can target it to, you know, space, Facebook provides great, um, uh, I'll call them discriminators between, you know, what, what geographic region, what age, what sex, what, you know, what affiliation, what, you know, you can, you can attract, um, you can target specifically those in your community that would draw into your church. So, yeah. I mean, that's Facebook ads, but Stream into Facebook, you're just going to go stream to the world. And if Facebook, if people are familiar with your your page or your property or, or you know, becomes popular, then you're going to reach some people there too. Okay. All right. Through so, organic. Right. So, all right. So advantages, which, which are not on the blog here, but uh, so the advantages, you've got a lot of people on social media. It's free. Uh, so to speak. Any other advantages to streaming to social media? Um, I think those are the two main ones. I mean, it's free, and there are people that have not heard the gospel that are out there that may come across your. You may be able to draw some people in. Okay. All right. So, so there, there may are... be other other advantages, but those are the top two, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree with that. All right. So, so what are so what? Where are we going next? So we want to talk a little so, bit about the, the 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 we just mentioned the pros. You want to yeah. go with the cons so, here now? Well, we're kind of. I mean, we we walk through our philosophy. We our philosophy is we want to draw people to your church website. So you want to have that as the hub, and then use whatever additional spokes that that you can you know connect to that hub to draw people in. But you want to do ministry at the hub. And it's going to be really challenging if you're going to try to do ministry at the end of every one of the spokes. So obviously you're going to need a lot more people and depending on how many spokes and those spokes can be, you know, Facebook, YouTube, 
um, mailers, uh, whatever the marketing routes that um, that you may employ, Google AdWords, uh, whatever it may be. You have a bunch of different spokes that are drawing people to your hubs, but you want to draw people to your hub. Right. And you're using the analogy of a wheel here. So, so the advantages of drawing people to your hub, your website, as opposed to just trying to do a bunch of stuff on social media. Uh, I mean, there's distractions on social media, right? I mean, you, you go to Facebook and you're seeing somebody stream, but there's other things going around, going on as, the same way with Instagram, uh, the same way with YouTube, uh, there's other things. I think I said this the other day. I was trying to upload one of our videos to YouTube and uh, saw something on YouTube. Oh, that's a, that looks interesting. I should look at that. And you know, so I think when you're when you when you're sending people to your website, there's content there that your church has that uh, again could be more beneficial than maybe the content that's floating around on on YouTube. Well, and yeah, I mean, we're kind of jumping around here, but we had the, the third point was about the distractions and lack of focus with social media. Yeah. And well, that I'm notorious is, for jumping around, but go ahead. That's fine. I mean, that is one of the key um, cons of being, because you're typically going, people are going to get distracted. If you're, if you're streaming to Facebook, you're streaming to YouTube there's going to be ads. There's going to be other things. Oh, my friend just messaged me and they're going to get bored with the, the um, you know, or get distracted from the stream and go do some other things. So that's one of the chief problems with the social media environment. Okay. So what's the answer to that? And you're streaming to your website. I think you want to, <laughs> you want to stream to your website. You want to draw people to your hub. So I think you want to invite people to, um, you know, maybe you reach out on the Facebook stream and, but you, you encourage people to come to your church website to participate in the stream. Um, what if I want to chat, you know, I go to the website to watch the stream. What if I want to chat and interact with people? Well, then you would have that on at the hub. You would chat and interact at, at the hub. So, so you have a I, video chat platform that that's very interactive. Yes, yes, you would need a, and I think all of the platforms out there are going to have a, the ability to interact, interact with everybody. So the, the, the kind of, you know, as opposed to, well, I, I can put somebody on Facebook, I'll put somebody on YouTube, I'll put somebody on, you know, Instagram, I'll put somebody, you know, wherever, it, then you're, you're spreading your ministry very thin by kind of going out to the outer the outer edges as opposed to just drawing people into your, your web host, uh, your web hub and having all your ministry occur there. Okay. So as I look at our blog here, should my church stream to social media? Uh, you know, we're talking about streaming to your own website because that's the hub. Uh, and then we also have in the notes here that I'm following, I don't know about you, but I'm following them using a dedicated streaming platform. So that's something that you can put on your website that, you know, as I just mentioned earlier, has some features on it, like chat and being able to connect with some people. Do you know a company that offers any kind of a no. video chat platform? I, I don't no. know. Yeah. 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 So and I'm being facetious. Can't think here. of anybody. Yeah. Yeah. You might try streamingchurch.tv. I heard they're pretty good. But um, so, yeah. So, so you want to do that, but also, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was 
read. I'm interrupting you. You you were just going to say, and also record your sermons there. Have recorded sermons there. Yeah. Have all of their, you know, all your ministry tools are going to be on your church website. So might as well do ministry on the church website. So the latest, uh, I don't know if you want to call it fad or whatever, but the latest thing out there is uh, because people don't like to, uh, you know, look at social media stuff for a long period of time, they like to jump around. Uh, a lot of people are saying, you know, instead of putting your entire recorded message, you know, on your Facebook page or on YouTube, uh, maybe put snippets, maybe little clips or something of your recorded sermons. Is, is that something you would agree with? I would agree. Yeah. Put little snippets and then uh, have the, the, have it linked back to your full message. So, hmm. yeah. And, That's a lot of yeah. work though, right? I mean, you got to take the, the file and <laughs> and look at it and then decide how oh, should I, should I cut you, it here? You're, should just, I... you're just going for shameless plug after shameless plug, right? I'm just following <laughs> Kenny John's <laughs> advice. <laughs> so yes, we have a sermon clipper so that will go in and pull the highlights of your sermon out into like one minute video clips you can post on social media. So it's done for you automatically. So you, if you record your sermon with streamingchurch.tv, uh, we are embracing some AI tools that will go in, create a transcript, and then do some analysis and figure out what's the, the most, what are the highlights of the sermon and give you a handful of sermon clips you can post out. And so it follows this same philosophy is, you know, go out to the spokes and, um, you know, market your church or provides a, a taste of it, but drop, try to draw people in to doing ministry at, uh, at the hub. Whenever so. you say spokes, I always think of a wagon wheel. Well, that's it. That's what you should think of. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just want to make sure some, yeah. some people don't think that way. All right. So, uh, all right. So social media here, where should we should stream the social media? So uh, there are some things you could do. I mean, you could do both, right? You could stream to your website and also stream to social media at the same time. But aren't there some concerns about, yes. you know, social media? So we're, we're getting into the cons, and this is probably one of the biggest cons that uh, we run into is you, it's kind of related to the fact that when you're streaming to social media, you know, it's free, but you're the product. So you don't have control over your destiny on the streaming environment. So you're, you don't own your content that's streamed to the social media environment and the social media platforms can determine what's allowed and what's not allowed. And one of the things that's brought a lot of uh, ministries to us in the past has been churches that are playing their worship music and there's algorithms on the social media platforms that kick in and go, I recognize that rendition of Amazing Grace or whatever it may be. And that's a copyrighted, although that one's probably not. It's public domain now, I think. Yeah, it is probably domain. But anyway, whatever it may be, the latest uh, worship song uh, you know, in the past hundred years have been copyrighted and the algorithms will detect it and either send you a takedown notice or mute your service or take you down. And so, um, and even though you do have rights to it, you say, well, I paid for my license. Uh, 
I can do this. The YouTubes and the Facebooks of the world don't know you have the license. All they know, all the algorithm knows is that sounded like this. This is copyrighted. We need to dig further. So we're going to flag you. So, and then it'll continue to do that um, as you stream your worship music. Yeah, I had a friend that actually wrote a worship song and, and was performing it live and it was streamed live and it got muted or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was his song. He wrote it and uh, published it too. It was published. So, uh, yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's how it got copyrighted then, huh? Right. So it made so. its way into the copyright library and... And yep. Facebook so, yeah, said, no, no, happen. we don't like that. Maybe, yeah. well, maybe it was YouTube. I don't remember which one it was. So that can be a struggle at times. And then I, I guess the other thing too would be, uh, you know, within some groups, they're very uh, forthright about specific opinions on things uh, that could be deemed controversial today. Um, and some of that could be interpreted as, hate speech, I guess. Uh, and so then you run into some issues there because you're trying to say something that you believe is biblical, but it goes against the grain of, uh, yeah, yeah, you don't, yeah. So you could get complaints and then, you know, Facebook or YouTube or Facebook or YouTube may take you down. We're getting into a much more hostile environment in the social realm. So, um, yeah, fortunately it's not terrible yet, but some foresee it getting more, more, more restrictive. So, and then the, the other area here is that you talk about in the notes is branding. So yeah. it's hard to take your brand into the social media environment because the social media environment is going to control kind of what goes on. So. so, so elaborate a little bit on that. We got a couple of minutes here. So, when you say branding, I mean, I, I think of my company or something as branding, but uh, how does that apply to church? Well, I think every church has a certain brand or style with them as well, and you're going to have the most liberty to um, display your brand if you're in an environment that you control, like on your church website. So. You can, um, you know, uh, play videos when you're not streaming live or play or put up logos that are consistent with your branding, or you can brand your whole platform. And, you know, again, shameless plug for us, you can go in and take your platform and completely brand it to match the brand of your church. You know, say your colors are blue and white, you can, you can brand the live stream to be to match the branding of the church website, yeah, which the design, you have the those. colors, what it, so it looks seamless, so to speak. Yes, yeah, yes. it doesn't look like a totally yeah. different third-party deal. Yeah, okay. so you don't have that ability as much when you're streaming to these third-party platforms. Yeah. Okay. All right. All righty. So, where we go from here? What do we? Uh, there's pros. There's cons. Uh, we talked about the hub, sending people back to your website is the most yeah. important thing. So, so we're, we're not, you know, anti-streaming on social media, but I think the best use for it is to reach out to your audience through it and draw them into your platform. And then I mean, your, your platform, I think, is going to be ideally suited to draw them into the building. 
So they get to know what the worship style is like. They get to know some of what the pastors are like and what what the ministry is like online. And, you know, the ultimate goal is they walk through the door. And, um, you know, we've had that at our church where we had at one point, not sure what the, the stats are now, but we had uh, new member classes mm-hmm. and they were polling, you know, people in the new member class saying, well, how did you find out where I'm at a live church? Uh, how'd you find out about live? And they go, well, we attended online. We, we found them online and we attended online and, you know, attended online. Some of them would attend for a week or two. Some would be six weeks or several months. And then they would say, we're comfortable with this place. We're comfortable with the people we've interacted. And so they, they come through the door. So it's, it's interesting that they come and they're, they know everybody, (laughs) And I don't know everybody, but they know the pastor, they know the worship leader, they know, they know, you know, any online hosts and that sort of thing. So, but it's their first time in the building. Yeah. yeah they don't know where the bathrooms are, but yeah. they do know um, what the ministry's like and what to expect. Yeah. And I'll, I'll add this as we wrap up here, you know, if you're, you're streaming to your platform, you're, you're streaming to your website, your hub, uh, you really should, if you can, you really should have interactive video chat platform and you should have a web host uh, or a church online host, whatever, whatever you want to call him or her, because that's a big part of helping people connect as well. Yeah. And then, uh, and then also the person on the platform that's speaking or persons uh, should always acknowledge uh, that uh, you're, you know, if you're streaming out there, you should acknowledge your audience that's out there watching on computers or mobile devices. So mm-hmm. include them as much as possible uh, in your message, or at least greeting them and and encouraging them to yeah. to look up scriptures with you and those kind of things. Something to be very aware of, and then it will, if you're conscious of it, it will steer your vocabulary. So, um, and you, you won't real, you won't recognize how, um, you know, the, the announcements come up and their base is welcome here to this Sunday morning. Isn't it great? You know, whether, you know, whatever, if they are saying, if they recognizing that my audience is hybrid, I have some people online, I have some people building your vocabulary changes a little bit and you're having people that are going to be attending you know, later in the week. So that That's they're going to be watching your services so you don't want to i mean you just want to be conscious of it and kind of um control your vocabulary recognizing that you have a broader audience than than just those sitting in front of you yeah absolutely okay so we're out of time here but speaking of streaming video we are going to have a webinar in january uh i can't believe it's almost january and january 16th is the webinar date What's the name of the webinar, Steve, that people could go to about streaming video? This is the Beginner's Guide for Church Streaming. Beginner's Guide for Church Streaming. And so we're going to do roughly a 30-minute webinar. It's free. And we did this years ago, and it was a big hit. And uh, we're updating it now even as we speak. And uh, this is not just for strictly beginners. I mean, yes, we're going to make it so that, you know, if you've never done streaming or very done very little streaming video... This will really help you. And we're not trying to sell you anything uh, other than, you know, giving you some encouragement and some maybe some advice on equipment, but we don't sell equipment either. So, but even if you've done streaming for quite a while, uh, I'd encourage you to pop in uh, because you might be enlightened, maybe, you know, it might be something mm-hmm. you get out of it. So you can just sign up for this free webinar right now at webinar 
www.streamingchurch.tv. And it will be uh, January 16th. I think that's a Tuesday. I don't have my calendar in front of me here, but uh, maybe I do. It doesn't have it doesn't have January on it, but uh, it's a it's a Tuesday, I think, January 16th, and, and it'll be 12, 12 o'clock Eastern time is where it will be, and it'll be live. So Steve will be here. Michael Gray uh, will also be a part of that, and uh, we hope that you'll sign up for it. Webinar.streamingchurch.tv. All right. Sounds good. All right. There you have it. Okay. Well, we're done here. Thank you, Steve, for your input today, as, as always. Very uh, glad to be very, here. Yeah, very much so. We sure appreciate people spending some time with us watching or listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. Be sure and subscribe to us uh, wherever you get your podcast and give us a rating. We'd love to hear from you. If you have questions about this topic of social media, you can always reach out to us by going to streamingchurch.tv. My name is Phil Thompson. Uh, please take care of yourselves and each other, and we'll catch you again on another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast.